0: Love Talk Radio. Hang on, Mayo, here we go. And
1: again. T-minus 30 seconds and counting. You know,
0: this used to be a hell of a good country. I can't understand what's going on with oh, it. Chaos. 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 Chaos.
1: Chaos. T-minus 15.
0: Well, they're not scared of you. They're scared of what you represent.
1: Ten, nine, ignition sequence start.
0: What you represent to them is freedom.
1: We have ignition.
0: All engines are running. We have liftoff. Good evening, Texas bikers and bikers all across the nation. This is Texas Biker Radio, number 314. The title of tonight's show is Stockyard Stampede, Riders of the Iron Horse. That would be us. My name is Mel Popeye-Moss, and my co-host, Mel O.G. Robbins, we are with Sons of Liberty Riders M.C. Who are sponsors of this program each and every week, along with some friends, and we'll be talking about them later. But uh, good evening, Mel. How are you doing?
1: Doing, doing well. Shaking my head over fe- several political issues that are going on, but who isn't?
0: Uh, I mean, you're you're exactly right. Uh, you know, there's political witch hunts going on. I mean, we, I mean, just turn on the news and. There's so much junk out there. You had to turn it off. You get sick of it.
1: Oh yeah, the latest. The latest is now. Uh, now they're criticizing the FBI, FBI report because they didn't question uh, Kavanaugh or Ford. <laughs> that yeah. is so
0: stupid. <laughs> hey, stupid is as stupid does, right?
1: Oh, Lord, I just can't believe anybody in the public buys into that.
0: Um, You know, I mean, everybody knows what's going on. They're just stalling. They're trying to stall till the midterm elections are held. They hope they'll win the House back and they can go back to running the country backwards like they were doing two years ago.
1: So, you know, if everybody
0: loves not having jobs, if everybody loves paying through the nose, if everybody loves paying for somebody else's uh, house or benefits or whatever, you know, hey, elect them. sorry, son of a guns, And, you know, uh, you're going to have your uh, socialist banana republic faster than you think you are. Uh, go ahead. Hey, and comment. Let's
1: just let's let's just uh, make the rest of the country look like uh, Chicago or Detroit. Exactly. The Democrats have been running that for decades, and uh, that's what you got. And that's Mm -hmm. not what you're going to get here Mm -hmm. unless people wake up and get the hell to the polls and vote.
0: You know, Mel, Dallas, over in Dallas, I mean, they can't even launch a bus service for school kids. I mean, they've had all summer to get that together, get that done. Hire the drivers, and look what a mess it is. And it's Democrats that run that city now. Yep. So, you know, I mean, a, we can go on and on all night long. But, Mel, let's shift gears and go to Fort Worth. Are you ready?
1: Well, I'm ready for that stampede.
0: Uh, okay. Okay. Hey, let, let me bring up one. Let me bring up one thing first, Mel. Uh, as you know, uh, what happened at, at uh, on nine twenty two at the Fort Worth uh, when, uh, when the ATF put out this bulletin, you know, that sent everybody into a panic in Fort Worth, and then uh, you know we were at Wilson's Leather Goods uh, near the stockyards. And uh, we witnessed a police officer pulling a gun with a nine-year-old in the room when it wasn't necessary. And so, Mel, I filed a complaint on that. Now, Now, I filed a complaint online, you know, and they still haven't acknowledged that they even received it. But let me tell you what I found out, Mel. Is is I got to wondering what was going on, and uh, I just I just thought, wait, you know, let me let me look at something here, and I typed in police complaints. I googled it, and all of a sudden, there's YouTube videos popped up of these uh, watchdog groups that are they're going to police the different police departments across the country and asking for a complaint form. They said they wanted to make a complaint against an officer. Male. You would be shocked. You well, let me split this way: you will be shocked when you watch these videos. Now, I have one of them on the, the uh, article I posted today. It's at the bottom of it. It is. It's. A, it's. It's a compilation of a, of a bunch of them went into these different police departments, including uh, including a, a Dallas or Fort Worth, and there's even one here in Arlington, where, where somebody tried to file a complaint. Mail the hail that those people get for trying to com- file for trying to file a complaint is incredible. I di- I did not know this was going on. Because, Mel, you are certainly allowed to file a complaint anonymously, so there is no retribution coming back at you from the police departments or the police officers. But you ought to wait till you see the mess. It is incredible, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to post is, uh, more of these videos on, at Sons of Liberty Writers MC so people can see them. So, you can get an idea of what's going on out there. You know, we talk about bullies. This is exactly what you see in those videos bullies, intimidators, threats. It's unbelievable. And it is rampant across the nation. So, I imagine I'm on the radar screen over there.
1: Yeah, you are. They're probably, uh, as we speak, attempting to get uh, your picture from somewhere.
0: Mm. Well, hey, that's it. that ought to be pretty easy. If if it's not, they ought to be morons. Well,
1: Abe, we we know Abel Reyna can give them some video.
0: Oh, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he can. Yes, he can. Uh, but that's food yeah, for thought.
1: What you're what you're talking about is just uh, so uh, so much like living in a third world country, you know. Mm-hmm. And you and I were talking here earlier about uh, you know people people keep saying now well. How can that happen? How can that be? Mm-hmm. and the the answer is plain and simple. It's our fault, yes, our fault plain and simple, even though I know you go out and vote every year, I go out mm-hmm. and vote every year, I know how you and I vote, and I have sure never voted in any of those frickin' fools that uh, you know are that, that we're witnessing on on TV today with these investigations, but the problem is when I say we, I'm talking about everybody in this country is not getting out and voting. Yeah, the collective. They're Mm -hmm. allowing these idiots to be voted in, city, county, state, federal, that allow these police departments to operate the way they're operating, Nobody's getting put in office or not a great number, great enough number of them are being put in office to stand mm-hmm. up and say, This bullshit stops now, stops here. Right. We need we need a hundred thousand Trumps out there. Yeah. That's exactly. what we need.
0: Exactly. But
1: at the very least, we need every individual listening to us and every individual that visits our Facebook pages to go vote. And, right. you know, we we post all the information we can uh, relative to the candidates that are running. As a matter of fact, today, and I will post it again before you cast your ballot, before Election Day, but... Uh, There was a document made available in this last issue of American Rifleman by the National Rifle Association of candidates that they not only endorse because they promote the Second Amendment, but they showed everybody running and they had grading symbols by every name relative to their participation and how they've been voting with a legend of what each symbol means. And I copied all four of those pages. It's relative only to Texas, but uh, I'm sure, you know, as the rifleman is distributed across the country, the insert that's placed in there is for each individual state. If you live in another state, you'll get one for your own state. But you need to take the time to read it and educate yourself on who the hell's running and what the hell they're all about. And in mm-hmm. some cases, you'll find in some offices, uh, as an old friend of ours used to say, you know, you don't not vote. At least vote for the one that will do the lesser damage. Right. Because one of them's going to get in, and if you're dumb enough not to vote, Thinking well, it doesn't make any difference, or I can't vote for the lesser of two evils. You just may allow the most evil to get into right. office and create more damage.
0: Mm-hmm. And you know, well, it's not—it's not really hard to figure out who would do the most damage. It's really not. That's right. You can—you uh, can see the obstructors. Uh, playing out every day in the news. Every day. You can't miss it. But uh, vote, everybody. Yeah, the idiots can't
1: help themselves.
0: Right, exactly. Uh, Common sense. Mainly because
1: for some reason they have found an audience that is stupid enough
0: to listen to them. Yes. Yeah, and people that have no allegiance to this country. Period. Yep. Period. And uh, at the end of the show, we'll tell you how to spot the communists in your neighborhood. But Mel,
1: <laughs>
0: let's talk. Let's. <laughs> and it's easy. <laughs> it's right, uh, Mel. Let's uh, let's talk about the stockyard stampede. You ready?
1: Oh, you bet. Go for it.
0: Okay uh now now since the uh oh uh, we call him sergeant steroid uh, who delivered a message that uh you know the uh his uh rapid or uh, what is it uh, special response team s r t yeah um, yeah. Yeah. Well, they, uh, he said they owned Fort Worth <laughs> and, uh, you know, made all kinds of threats at the bikers that were not, you know, and not just the Volgos, but others in, in that room, there were other club members in that room. And if we would have had our vests on that, we would have been included with those, uh, those, that, those, those hands up group. Uh, but let me say, uh, I get news for Sergeant Steroids. Uh, The Fort Worth police don't own anything. Everything they have is supplied to them by the taxpayers. Uh, And you can Google uh, who owns Fort Worth, and uh, it will promptly tell you that uh, hey, it's not the police department. So anyway, Mel, we decided, you know, we're going we're going to uh, respond with a uh, with our own ride and rally to and That's through right. the stockyards to and through the stockyards. We're going to we're going to. Uh, you want to explain where we're going to gather up and all that stuff? Uh, yeah, what we're going to do uh,
1: now? We we have posted the event on. Uh, on Facebook, it's on social media, and hopefully it's being shared everywhere. Mm -hmm. Uh, As soon as you see it, please share, share, share that. But Mm -hmm. uh, basically, uh, there may be some people that wish to join us over at Fort Worth once we arrive, but our goal is to try and gather a couple hundred bikes Mm -hmm. uh, at Stroker's in Dallas. Yep. And, uh, you know, uh, everybody grab a snack and, and uh, a couple of drinks or whatever, and we want to be kickstands up at 1130 from Strokers. Now, we'll leave Strokers, and we will proceed to the stockyards. Now, we'll have uh, maps uh, with uh, with directions that we'll be passing out to a lot of folks because – this is not what we call an escorted ride. So, you know, we have to be cognizant of stop signs, stop lights, things like that. And I would caution everyone, when you get to Fort Worth, make sure you come to a full stop and you put a foot on the ground. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sergeant, that was one of Sergeant Steroid's threats. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... You know, we may get a little segmented and, se- segmented and separated, but when we get to Fort Worth, we're going to enter the bottom of the stockyards, and we will tour up through the stockyards. Now, can you just imagine the sight and the sound of 100, 200, 300 motorcycles in the stockyards mm-hmm. up through there? That would be awesome. That would just send quivers up anybody uh, to be able to experience that. But uh, to come up through the stockyards, when we get to the top, we'll turn left on Main Street and proceed down uh, a few blocks to where Wilson uh, Biker Gear is. And there's plenty of parking on both sides of the street. That's where we want to because that's where Sergeant Steroid seems to like to hang out.
0: That's right, everybody. We want as many bikes as we can get along that street right there, parked there, and just, you know, everybody having a good time and a peaceful peace, – this is a peaceful protest. Don't come there if you can't keep your cool. Right. You should, so don't we figured we'll,
1: we'll mess around for a couple hours, and then uh, when it's all done – those that uh, want to can go back to Stroker's and have an after-rally party.
0: That's right. But
1: uh, Rick Fairless was nice enough to say, uh, hey, it's fine for you all to gather at my establishment and head out from here. And uh, uh, that's why I'm saying when it's, uh, when it's done, you know, maybe uh, head back to uh, Stroker's and have a party.
0: That's right. That's right. Or or go or go down into the stockyards and have a drink. Uh, you know, visit That's the right. establishments there.
1: Plenty of places there.
0: That's right. You know, it's like we said. You know, but be prepared. This is also a fishing expedition, and uh, we'll play. We'll explain that in a later broadcast. You'll understand. There's always a mission behind the mission. And the, the the mission at this at this stage at this time is to seek redress. You know we don't we don't need to be stopped. We don't need to be harassed by some uh, bully police officer. We we have the right to peaceably assemble. No matter what. The, Worth police say, no matter what the SRT says, no matter what bully uh they throw at us. Like Sergeant Steroid. Now clearly the steroids has affect his brain. I don't know, maybe maybe, Mel, it's this this it's the steroid use that's uh causing all these problems. Could be we you know they call going it, on,
1: they call yeah. it road ray. uh Broid rage.
0: Exactly, Mel. I mean, what have we seen come out of Fort Worth? You know, some of it's similar to what happened, uh, what we see coming out of Waco. It's so similar.
1: As a matter of fact, we have fondly described it as Waco version 1.2. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. It had
1: all the potential, especially when that nutcase pulled his gun.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Especially since it was not necessary to do so. Everybody was a listening to the little girl there. <laughs> yeah. Everybody was listening to his speech, and you know, uh, nobody, nobody was saying a thing. He was silent in there, except for him. And and then, except for us, when we started asking questions. But we digress. But this is, once again, this is a peaceful protest. If you can't keep your cool, don't come. Be prepared. Mel, I would say this, uh, uh, tell me what you think, to maybe be profiled
1: because you've attended this event. And I will double check my saddlebags before yeah. you come. Uh, I used to. I don't have to with my uh, with my street glide, but with my Fat Boy, I used to have to carry a Phillips screwdriver in mm-hmm. case uh, my uh, my stoplight went out. I needed a Phillips screwdriver to change that bulb. So I, uh, as a matter of fact. Uh, Years ago, when uh, we were down in, uh, where was it, Bandera, where there was a state rally? Yeah. And I was, yeah. Uh, I, I had to change it, and I uh, we went to an auto parts store, and that's where I bought that screwdriver, and I just threw it in my saddlebags. Well, in Waco, that would have been construed as some kind of a weapon, like a shank. Uh, yeah. So I would kind of go through your saddlebags, make sure there's nothing in there, uh, that they could uh, term as uh, some kind of an ugly weapon. Uh, you know, don't don't set yourself up. Right. Uh, but you know, if they ask to search, certainly refuse. Say, I'm sorry. You know, do you have a search warrant? Uh, put them through their paces. We're not there to bow down or to be on our knees. Right. But. Let's do it smartly. Now, I've already exactly. seen a couple of comments on social media about uh, some of the Second Amendment uh, crews might want to be there with their long guns.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, and you
1: know, we we had them down in Waco on occasion. Yeah, we did. And uh, they were they they did well. Uh, they did well. Yeah. They were peaceful, and that's all we all we ask of anyone. That comes to one of our rallies is to please do it peacefully. Exactly. If you can't, don't come, or we will ask you to leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is that simple? And Mel, we we haven't had to do that. The the bikers, uh, you
1: know, it,
0: it's it's like we say we're 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 not Neanderthal, we're not morons. I mean, we know we know how to hold a peaceful rally. We're not the BLM. We're not going to go out and block any streets or any of that kind of crap. But we want to send a political message. We have numbers. We vote. We participate in the process. And Mel, when it when it comes. When it comes to, to some elections, like a DA, we know we can have an effect because we've already done it.
1: Yep, we ask, can have some ask,
0: sweat. Ask Abel Raina, who's on his way out of office.
1: We enabled his ass.
0: That's right. That's right. And, Mel, let's talk this. uh, The the Stockyard Stampede is going to be October 27th. Uh, That's a Saturday. Yeah. Our kickstands are up at uh, what time was it? At 11.30 at Well,
1: uh, kickstands up are 11.30, so uh, get the Strokers when it opens. You know, have a good time before we leave. But, uh, uh, and for anybody that uh, wants to just meet us over at Fort Worth by Wilson's, uh, we anticipate being there by somewhere between 1230 and one o'clock. And I'm sure Jeff will have plenty of cuisine available in front of his store, as he usually does on Saturdays.
0: You know, Mel, the first one of these we did to, we did to Waco, we had, uh, we had about 700 bikes. Is what the real yes, number was, and I, I would think and here I in the did. Metroplex, we could we could get close to that.
1: So oh, this is this is now our backyard, yeah. And uh, you know, for those of you who don't show, shame on you, because the police department is attempting to jack up bikers. They shouldn't be allowed to do that. And instead of saying how does this happening, we need to make it stop happening. hmm By being mm-hmm. there and demand that we be, be that we be treated like human beings.
0: Exactly. And you know that's <laughs> you know, if you want respect you've got to give a little respect. And and what we saw what we saw on on the twenty second was it felt like hate to me? Hate and arrogance and bitterness. You know, and we we understand. We understand where the, all this is coming from. We've been we've been studying this for over three years now. And you know, it, there's nothing in the world. It says as American citizens that have have certain inalienable rights that we we can't say something about it when they misbehave, and that's certainly what that was. I don't know why they targeted Jeff Wilson's place of business, but they did. And it's like it's like he said. You know, there's there's plenty of law enforcement groups uh, that come in there. Mel, you and I've seen them. Yeah, you know, we've seen them. We've seen them all over the place at other functions. We see them. We see them down in in uh, in Galveston and Austin and all these other places where bikers gather up. You know, so <laughs> so. Uh, why why didn't why wasn't there some common sense brought with them instead of what we saw because that's that's what I saw lacking was common sense
1: well i i have a little bit of a theory and that is uh you know a lot of people don't know that uh, there are some trials about to start Here we over go. in Tarrant County in Fort Worth area <clears throat> where some bikers are going to be on trial. And I think they are attempting to set the stage for the public. This is all propaganda. There's mm-hmm. a lot of stage setting going on right now to make the public think that all bikers are terrorists and thugs just like they tried down in Waco. And uh, they're trying to set the stage so that when the jury is selected for these trials that are going to take place uh, in a few months down the road, the public's going to remember the horrible situation in the stockyards and the terror of uh, all of the bikers showing up and shutting the town down. And uh, uh, they're going to try and turn it into a Hollister. I am willing to bet you that Sergeant Steroids was just hoping to hell he could drop the hammer on somebody when he pulled that uh, gun out. There's they were no trying doubt. To provoke. So that is my theory, and I don't think, you know, we came out with some theories when Waco first happened, and you know what? <laughs> they really true, proved to be true, and I'm mm-hmm. telling you. I don't think we're that far off base about what's happening in Fort Worth right now and what's happening around the country is, uh, you know, the bikers could be a force to be reckoned with if things go to hell in this country. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of patriots, a lot of veterans that are bikers, and I think the stage is being set to make us all out as bad guys and to set the public's mind in that groove. That's what I think is going on.
0: Exactly, Mel. But, you know, hey, part of the goal here is to show the people out there that we are not what we're being described as. We are not. Motorcycle clubs are not gangs. They're even in in any place close to being gangs. You know, Mel, and I... I posted an article today to go along with our launch for this ride in TexasBikerRadio.org You go there and read it and of course at the at the bottom of the page there you'll see one of those videos of people filed, trying to file complaints. It's absolutely incredible. I encourage you to go watch it. Read the article. Watch that. Understand what's going on and this is This is in Fort Worth, and this is nationwide. This is nationwide, this stuff that's going on, that we see happening. You know, it's just like, uh, you know, the ones they they were talking about, the one guy that contacted uh, contacted Jeff Wilson on Facebook and said, hey, uh, what we're seeing now is it's not just happening here. And he was in California. This is happening yeah. everywhere it's, de- it's by design and don't Understand, ask when you design. watch
1: those videos, don't ask how is this happening?
0: Well, let me say that, that. let me say to everybody right now it's going to be it's, it's going to be like us that's going fishing. If you get stopped, if you get if you get stopped, period. It doesn't matter why. Video it. Video it. Video it. If they if they are menacing, harassing, profiling, send it to us. Send it to us.
1: Yes, please.
0: Yeah, you can contact us on Facebook at any time. At Sons of Liberty Writers MC. At Texas Biker Radio. You can message us, and, you know, we'll work it with you. We'll get a copy of your video. It is so important that we have copies of those videos. I mean, we've already the video of uh, Sergeant Steroid and his bunch who were uh, threatening those bikers who were pro- – in the end, mail that ended up about being pro- – they were profiled. And, yep. of course, they were – they, they were arrested. There, there were some of them that were arrested uh, because they were carrying weapons. Uh, Mel, they were legally carrying weapons because they had uh, from their state a concealed to carry, and so, uh, or a license to carry. And so, uh, you know, uh, and also, Mel, the prospects, prospects are not members of a club. Is that right?
1: That's right. They are not a patch holder.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So the arresting the arresting warrant or affidavit, whatever you call that, uh, is wrong. You know, I many of these cases are thrown out technicalities, but what you what they're doing nationwide they're saying if you're on one of these, these, uh, if you've made it to a gang list by the uh, national gang, uh, one of the national gang reports or the DPS report or what, 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 whatever other report they have out there or, or fusion center they have. If you're on a gang list, your club, uh, you know, you don't, you don't have any rights and you definitely don't have any right, uh, uh to carry a gun and may let me say this on the on the national gang report which was done in 2015 it lists one of the crimes as carrying a weapon gun or knife of course now we know you can carry any kind of knife you want in Texas anymore even a Bowie knife so I don't know how they reconcile all this, but, uh, you know, let's talk a, a little bit. We were, uh, we were talking today about, uh, you know, having to appeal a conviction. Uh, you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah,
1: but let me, let me digress just a little bit because I just thought of something that you really have to watch out for on social media. And this is another mm-hmm. thing that we're oh, yeah. doing to try and taint the public. There was right. an issue, uh, uh, there was a lot of commentary going on about uh, you know a lot of bikers were jumping in and saying, you know this is this is just righteous bullshit that's going on in the stockyards, and uh, you know because it was supposed to be uh, some horrible one percent biker gangs that were showing up, <clears throat> and uh, this one individual now, I don't know if this was a law enforcement troll. Mm -hmm. or just some mindless idiot that was drinking his own bath water. But he started talking about, well, you don't really know what it's like to live in terror. I lived in Steamboat Springs, Colorado a few years back, and the town was taken over by a few hundred uh, bikers, and we were terrorized. And uh, I, I looked up the link what this individual was talking about and I thoroughly read the article and all that happened you had I I think it was Hell's Angels came through Mm -hmm. town they made a stop to eat get a drink and uh, there was a I think they were on their way to Sturgis there was a, a fight in a bar and two or three of them got arrested that was it Mm-hmm. That was the sum total and substance of what in the hell happened with, you know, probably 50 to a hundred bikers passing through town on their way to Sturgis. But yet this individual was willing to whip it up into a town held in terror and make it mm-hmm. a Hollister type incident. And wow. you got to watch out for that because you'll see it on Facebook time after time. Now, uh, Okay, we were going to talk about case law. Uh, mm-hmm. here, here's another another deal where everyone's saying, well, how the hell can this be? Uh, my Second Amendment rights are being violated, and the Texas, uh, Texas Police Department of Law Enforcement, let alone the justice system, has no right to uh, say that I can't carry a weapon and I can go to jail just because I'm on supposedly some database saying, I'm in a gang, Uh, and this happened uh, just very recently with a jury uh, up north, and a couple things happened here that were wrong. First of all, uh, the defense attorneys weren't smart enough. There is already some case law in Texas involving these issues where it is illegal for the police department to do this mm-hmm. and long for any court to uh, sentence somebody for law enforcement arresting them and bringing them to trial. And uh, so there is case law, and all the defense attorneys have to do is cite this case law. Now, mm-hmm. because this jury returned this verdict up north. The only way, and there was no mention of case law during that trial because if there were, the judge would have had no choice but to throw the whole thing out. But because there was a verdict rendered and judgment, uh, now it has to be appealed Mm -hmm. for more case law. And, of course, the existing case law will be brought forth in the appeal. And... uh, they'll probably be able to get that charge thrown out, but that's a, there's a hell of a lot of time and a lot of money being spent needlessly over something like this when it should have been handled properly to begin with. And mm-hmm. a lot of times they get by with this bullshit because people don't know what to do or how to handle a situation, so they get railroaded. And unfortunately, our justice system is so frickin' corrupt anymore that you can get railroaded really easily unless you are prepared, you've done your research, and you are sure you've got right legal counsel. Exactly. It was quite a good article written by Double D, David Devereaux. Uh, We had it, uh, we approved it in all for one and I think it is also on our public Facebook page, uh, Sons Mm -hmm. of Liberty Writers MC, where he talks about that jury trial. And Clint Broden even piped in and comments and talked about, uh, you know, is this going to be appealed? And uh, David answered, yes, they will be appealing that charge. Mm -hmm. But appeals cost a lot of money, and it's going to take a lot of time. In the meantime... This poor guy might be sitting in jail, right. might be sitting in some prison until he's uh, cleared to the
0: charge. Exactly. You know, and uh, meanwhile, Mel, uh, police departments make hay and DAs, uh, you know, who... Who probably know better? I don't think the police do. Half the policemen out there don't understand the laws themselves. Well, they're idiots. The but then again, we, yeah.
1: Look, look at what the high schools allowing to pass and get uh, diplomas anymore.
0: Hey, listen.
1: Yeah,
0: it was. Uh, I, I think it was uh, Dallas PD had to to lower their standards to be able to hire police officers. And I'm sure the Fort Worth Police Department has had to do the same thing. Now, I've looked at that last bunch. They graduated. I looked really hard, Mel, and it, it was hard to distinguish somebody that's really a potential police officer and somebody that's a potential mall cop. Yep. And I as I was around the stadium up here the other day when the when the Texas A and M and Arkansas were playing, you know, I, I I saw police officers I couldn't believe could fa could pass a physical requirement test. I saw the biggest police officer on a motorcycle I've ever seen in my life. He was three times wider than the motorcycle.
1: Mm.
0: It looked, that hardly looked like a scooter. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know what? He may be a great guy. I shouldn't, I shouldn't say that, but just you know, you, you but you look out there and you, you you look and see what's going on, and you, you're going, who, where in the hell they find these people, and especially guys like Sergeant Steroid, because I promise you, Mel, once we find out his name, and I think we already know it. We're not going to put it out there, but not, or at It'll least be not famous right now. Like
1: Sergeant Slanton,
0: you know, Mel. We'll be reading about that guy one of these days. I mean, look what we've seen in Fort Worth. We've seen the police officer that was spraying motorcyclists with pepper spray as they were driving by, trying to blind and that
1: them. That was a Fort Fort Worth police officer,
0: yes, it was. Yes, it was. Then we, then we saw Mr. Mann, a Sheriff Department deputy, who labeled everybody in a motorcycle safety proclamation presentation in white settlement, identified everybody there as, as banditos and support clubs for banditos, uh, even a group male that had raised... Seventy nine thousand dollars for uh, I think MHMR or something like that, you know, which is just a charitable group. Even the motorcycle ministry guys that were there. I mean, clearly this police officer, this sheriff's deputy. First of all, he didn't know what he was talking about. You know, and then then he he. He misidentified everybody there off of somebody else's word, but he had probably, mail read these motorcycle gang assessment reports, or maybe been to one of those seminars. Now, he was also a white settlement city councilman. Now, he resigned at that meeting, and Of course, Mel, we're happy about that because we don't have to go after him politically because this is what we do. He resigned his seat. Good for white settlement. He got rid of a bad apple as Sheriff Waver. scary
1: is he's still out there (laughs) as a cop.
0: Oh, yeah, he's still out there as a sheriff deputy. I mean, you go you go search for this guy on Facebook and you know we found pictures of him in his karate outfit okay. that's, that's all you can find I mean you know I guess it's city councilman he you know, he, he didn't do much he didn't do much but raised this one big stink and of course the white settlement city council did the white the right thing. The right thing, the right thing. They did the right thing. They gave the presentation. They even asked the bikers back to participate in the 4th July parade. I don't know whether they did or not, but you know, the, the invite was there. Kudos yeah, to them. They tried to make it right. Yeah, yeah. Kudos to them. When I talked to Sheriff Waverton about his police or his, uh, his deputy, you know, I understand. Sheriff Wayburn was new. He came in there, and this is the troops he's been handed. So, so I said, I hey, Sheriff Wayburn, "Hey, make a public statement that you know, hey, motorcycle, uh, motorcycle safety is for every biker out there. It don't matter what club you're in, one percent, no percent, you know, independent." No matter, no matter who you are, if you're on two wheels, motorcycle safety is an issue for us all. And for somebody to say that, hey, it should be this group, that group, this group, like Deputy and Mr. Mr. Man said uh, it should be made uh, for certain individuals that he chooses. And that is certainly not the case. And now here comes along. Oh, wait, wait a minute. What else we have happening there? Oh, of course, we have the uh, police officers who continue to attack black people. They attacked that woman in Fort Worth, threw her to the ground with her kids standing by. Oh, yeah. That was brave. Of course, she wasn't a motorcyclist, but still, it's bullying. And then here comes Sergeant Steroid. Oh, and the ATF, who once again makes a, makes a false bulletin. Oh, here comes the mongos to town. They're bringing 700 bikes, blah, 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 blah. Hide your women and children. Now, that's, that's remnants of Waco. When right after Twin Peaks, right after that, that mess went down there, which was instigated by the law, if that stuff went, you know, here, well, you know, here they come. They're coming to town. They're, you know, you're going to be raising hell, get you yeah, women wasn't and children. was that a federal agency
1: that, uh, that set that fake scenario up?
0: Uh, it was, and I think it was, but the DPS was the one that was pushing it out there. And I think those, uh, those morons that were working undercover were part of that. Not yeah. sure, but, you know. I heard that at one time but of course there was a lot of things there's still a lot of things about Waco we don't know you know because the trials didn't the trials weren't about truth the trial was about framing somebody it was about getting to the banditos it was about Abel Reyna seeing himself in the governor's mansion or the attorney general's office. It was more about that. He wanted so bad to convict every bandito that he could. He left people that were actually guilty of crimes. He he, He wasn't worried about that. He was worried about labeling the banditos and sending banditos innocent or not to jail.
1: Pretty obvious he, Jake's trial.
0: Yes. And of course all of that backfired on him because you know <laughs> every because it was built on a lie. We we can't not let them get away with sending people to jail based on lies we cannot let them get away with harassing us based on lies because that data gathering that goes on it is done by biased individuals and they're going to say and they're going to label us as gangsters and as, as you and I know, we are a reflection of the rest of society. That's what that's what we are. There's good and bad everywhere. There's people that are messed up on drugs, there's people selling drugs, and you know they had made a dent in the war on the war on drugs. Not a dent. It's as bad as it ever was. I don't know how much money we spend on that mess. Because the money is clearly being mismanaged and the, the data, the, uh, the operations that go on are, are clearly not getting the job done because they're chasing the wrong people Mel. Chasing a biker is safe. Vikers are not going to attack a, pl- a whole police force. They're not going to attack a jury. They're not going to attack a judge. Any of that kind of stuff would be very, very rare. Do you agree with that?
1: Oh, absolutely. As a matter of fact, in his book, uh, Sonny Barger talks about uh, <clears throat> when the feds spent uh, – now, this is back – Lord, in the uh, 60s or 70s, if I remember right, they spent like $5 million attempting to try 18 Hells Angels on RICO charges and by and large were mostly unsuccessful. However, (laughs) during the trial, there were huge bulletproof glass panels that were put up between the defendants, the jury, and the gallery. As a show, that you know, bikers were terrible, and they could have—they uh, were beasts, and they could have broken out at any minute and murdered everyone in the room. That oh, was—that yeah. was a scenario that they were trying to trying to establish to strike fear. But yet, by God, they were not—they uh, were not effective, and they didn't convict most of them of those charges. So. Uh, it's it's one of their favorite tricks.
0: Exactly, Mel. It's yeah. you know, Waco tried it. They put up that fence, that little three foot fence around the courthouse. Of course, we laughed we laughed at them over that. Of course, now w- Fort Worth got got away with that here last year. They did the same thing, and you know, and that's the reason Waco did it because they did it up here in Fort Worth, and they may have done it in San Antonio. I don't know. But that that is to influence a jury when they do things like that. And it's not fair. Because there there's certainly no danger of any biker attacking a jury. Or the public for that matter, Mel. You know biker's going right. go out here and put a put a child in harm's way. That, that it's a police officer is the only one to do that
1: that's right they did that's it in Waco they did it.
0: exactly they did it in Waco when they started firing guns around that shopping center out there. high-powered weapons weapons spraying bullets everywhere and man you know i know all about i know all about weapons that ricochet and spin out of control and where they land at you know my my wife was shot by a stray bullet, just out of nowhere. And when you go spraying hundreds of them around, that's not public safety, Mel. That's not public safety. And that, that that's not concern for public safety. If they would have been concerned in Waco, they would have stopped it before it started.
1: Because so they're they no longer protecting and serving
0: exactly, and they surely could have done that, they could have stopped They're browbeating and bullying exactly. Exactly, but uh, yeah, well, I'm all fired up, I'm ready for the stampede. Man, October 27th, we got time to get the word out there. We want everybody to share and to participate.
1: Yeah, this is this is not like riding into Waco. You know, everyone was afraid of riding into Waco; they were going to get shot. Uh, mm-hmm. This is this is different. This is different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not a long ride. It's in our backyard. There's no reason why we can't have a few hundred bikes.
0: It's right, you know, and and it is because it's in our backyard. Uh, we've been telling everybody all along that this this would spread. And it will also yep. spread on other clubs other than 1%. Because really, Mel, the cops, you know, the public doesn't know the difference between 1% or any other club out there. All they do is see a motorcycle or a vest or a T-shirt or a tattoo. That, that's all they know. You know Mel, but there's many police yep. officers out there that don't, they don't know either, so they think they know, but they don't. It's like the police officer who came to the C.O.C. meeting at Duncanville a couple of years ago. He got, you know, he got phone calls made, and he come up there to see what was going on. I said, "Hey, look, uh, you know, Bob, Bob was there with me." I said, "Hey, good, you know, hey, come on back here in the meeting. There's nothing going on you shouldn't see." Now he didn't want to go back there because he didn't want to know the truth. He wanted wanted to believe what it is he believes about us. That's what he wanted because he couldn't get out of there fast enough after we invited him back. Come on, we're fixing to say a prayer in this Pledge of Allegiance. Come on back here. Didn't want to see it. You're not just working for you. We do our best to protect your constitutional liberties.
1: I think something's happening to your sound, Popeye.
0: Okay. You are
1: you are breaking up very badly. Something's not right, but you brought up, uh, uh, well, you're recovering on the sound, and uh, you brought up uh, that uh, Bill Smith was there with you, and uh, uh, I, uh, I, I would like to mention that Bill Smith is the attorney that attends almost every COC meeting in the state of Texas. This guy travels Like crazy. He hauls all kinds of material around to hand out to bikers, uh, advising you of your rights. Uh, There's a phone app that you can get. It's an AIM phone app that will help you find repair shops, gasoline, food. Uh, He talks about that. He talks about your rights. He talks about motorcycle profiling. Uh, this guy has been around for a lot of years. He is mm-hmm. extremely knowledgeable, uh, and uh, you know they handle uh, a tremendous amount of accidents where bikers get involved in uh, in, in accidents with uh, with cages, and uh, they handle a tremendous amount of those. But uh, he shouldn't be stereotyped as just an accident attorney. Uh, he handles just about anything and everything. He handled a personal issue for me, uh, and did exceptionally well. I was more than pleased. And uh, it's uh, William William A. Smith Law. He is listed on the uh, on the C O C and I uh, website. It's cocdfw.com. dot com. You'll see his name there, Bill Smith, under regional officers. He's uh he's an attorney that attends all of our COC meetings. So uh you back yet, Popeye?
0: Yeah, I'm back. Okay. I'm back. <laughs> okay. Uh so did did I, did I get to the Duncanville part and Ford started uh
1: yeah, where you uh you were talking about uh uh, there, the was no was and, uh, there was oh, yeah. no way he was going to come in, and there was no way he was going to come in and see what was going on.
0: Yeah, well, what I wanted to, to reiterate there was that you know uh, uh, organizations like the CCI and I and you know our, our club, who is political club, you know we, we work to uh, to make sure that your constitutional rights aren't thrown, thrown under the bus by the law. That uh, you know you 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 have these rights and you should be granted these rights and it you know we cannot we cannot have this you know just just because you're wearing colors just because you may may be seen different by a law enforcement officer it doesn't or a DA's office it doesn't give them the right to run over you. And, and you know, it's like it's like uh, Waco, Mel. Where where, where Abel Reyna was pissed because bikers weren't talking to him. And and then, but you know, Mel, it's it's your right not to talk to them. That's right. You, you don't have to talk to them, uh, according to the law. And for them to get mad about it and publicly make statements about it uh, is just wrong. And Mel. And for them to hang you, like we see going on at the national level, for them to go out there and, and say, well, we can't comment on this. So that's what they got going on in Dallas right now, Mel, with that police woman that shot the, the young black man in his own apartment. No. Yeah, they're saying now they can't release anything. They can't comment on anything. What, what happened in Wake Up? where they were out there making the most outrageous statements before any kind of investigation had been done. I mean, they were throwing the bikers under the bus in the media and elsewhere and making all these outrageous comments, you know, and everything else. And they do not have the right, I feel, to hide information from either the attorneys or from the public and make outrageous statements like they're doing. But when it comes to a police officer, oh, hell, mom's the word, Mel. Mom's the word. We can't do this. We can't do that. Yeah, we can't do this. We can't do that. But we can damn sure do it to everybody else. And, and Mel, we're here to point that stuff out because you know what these cockroaches hate is when you shine the light on them. Yep, they can't stand it. And it's just like we found um. out in Waco. You know, hey, the the minute they the minute they turned on us and put me in one of their political ads, boom, that was it, man. That was it, because we were right. We were, we were the only ones trying to get at the truth. Because it sure wasn't coming out of the DA's office. It sure wasn't coming out of the Waco Police Department. It sure wasn't coming out of the sheriff's mouth down there. Everything was built on a lie. And that's, that's the reason they lost their ass. And will continue to do so, Mel. I believe. Yep. One of these days, their civil suits are going to come through if they don't shoot them out of the ability to do that, and that's what it would be. Would be. That's
1: that's what we used to refer to as a missile in the air.
0: Mhm. Mhm. But uh, well, I think we've got covered it all, huh? Any final thoughts? I think so.
1: No, no. Other than you know, Everybody. share this event. We need exactly. bodies. Share, There's participate. No reason be not bold. to be there for this one.
0: That's right. Everybody, be bold. Be bold. This is it no time to uh, to wuss out. Be bold, and we'll be standing there with you. You're not going to be there alone. We're going to be together.
1: Yeah, it's not like we're nice. asking people to go instead of us. Come with That's us. That's
0: right. Exactly. Uh, everybody rides safe and have a great weekend. You bet. Catch you later, Night. Mel. All right. that all, folks.